everyone, and welcome to another EMC podcast. My name is Lance Shaw, and I'm the Group Product Marketing Manager for the Knowledge Workers Solutions here at EMC. And today, we're lucky enough to, to be joined by Melanie Turek. She's the Principal Analyst uh, focusing on Enterprise Communications at Frost & Sullivan. Welcome, Melanie. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Lance. It's a pleasure to be here. So, uh, Melanie, would you like to tell our audience uh, today before we get started just a little bit about yourself? Sure. So, as you mentioned, I'm an analyst at Frost & Sullivan, and I work in the enterprise communications group there, and I've been covering real-time communications and collaborative communications now for, oh, probably about 10 years, so even before anybody else seemed to be paying a whole lot of attention to them, and uh, looking at everything from unified communications, conferencing, to Web 2.0, and sort of those more social networking kinds of technologies that we'll be really focusing on today. Right, right. Well, uh, let's go ahead and get started. Um, got a, a couple questions for you that I would like to get your thoughts on and, and uh, your consideration. I guess the first one, really, maybe the best way to start out here is to really, you know, kind of get your thoughts on really what how you define Web 2.0. I mean, it's it's a uh, it's one of those terms that gets thrown about pretty uh, pretty often. But more importantly, um, like to hear your thoughts on how it's transforming the way organizations operate and the way you know people do their work. Right, absolutely. I mean, it's definitely one of those buzzy words. Uh, you know, Web 2.0 is usually used to describe some kind of interactivity that's web-based. So going beyond just using the Internet as a kind of a one-way communications tool, um, really making it more of a two-way experience or in a lot of cases, frankly, a multi-way experience. So, uh, you know, sometimes I think the best way to describe it is to give examples, things like blogs and wikis and probably most importantly on a certain level, social networking uh, sites, things like Facebook and MySpace and those kinds of kinds of tools. Basically anything that lets people interact uh, you know, in real time on the web. Right, right. So, so when a when an organization sort of brings those, uh, sort of, I don't know, call them usage models or you know pa- paradigms for for work into an organization, uh, um, yeah, I think we've all sort of you know learned how to use those tools over time in our personal lives, and you know, using Facebook to, to hook up with friends and family. Yeah. But um, you know, what are, are there some broader ramifications? You know, to how you bring when you bring this into an organization, you know, this 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 got to be some ramifications about what that does and how oh yeah I mean, it's huge it's really a, an entirely different way of having people work together if you really think about it and the, you know the goal usually is as companies start to bring this stuff in-house whether it's a, a corporate ride initiative which we're starting to see or whether it's uh, you know maybe a smaller group-wide initiative a particular business unit decides to do this or in a lot of cases frankly it's one or two people who start to use these technologies they might have a wiki or a blog or uh, start to use Facebook to create you know some kind of relevance to their own organization and all of a sudden it gets really viral but regardless of how it starts what happens is you've got now people who are sharing a lot of information they're usually using this stuff to collaborate on on knowledge and information they're using it to literally work on documents to disseminate information to uh, get to know each other better and what happens is uh, it's great because you've got a whole lot more of that collaboration going on in the enterprise which frankly has been difficult to do as we move to more and more of a virtual or remote workplace but at the same time now you've got all these silos of information and you as if you can imagine in any given organization if you've got you know one group over here on Facebook and another group over on MySpace and then you've got some people probably using some enterprise you know corporate tools and uh, wikis and blogs and suddenly you've got information not just information overload but literally information everywhere 
No, yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I've actually uh, can say I've seen that at you know in various customers that have just used you know traditional quote unquote traditional collaboration tools over the years, where you know it starts out and it does tend to spread virally. Um, so you know, kind of with that in mind, um, you know, what 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 would you recommend as sort of a solution to that problem? I mean, it seems like you know there's there's clearly you know a benefit to be gained for the line of business users that by by you know, leveraging new new ways of sharing and collaborating and interacting socially, um, but you know, how do you manage the uh, sort of sort of some of those problems that you mentioned, like specifically around silos, and and uh, you know, how can an organization kind of get the maximum benefit from this kind of solution? Right, and and it's interesting because it's a problem that often isn't discussed when we talk about these kinds of Web 2.0 tools. A lot of times, what gets discussed there is uh, the cultural changes that are required as a result of that. Um, and sometimes it, you know, even comes down to what can you and can't you say and what tools can you and can't you use and do we really want to do this? But once, once it's happening, you know, and you see that, it, okay, it's going on, we're not going to stop it, we actually support it, we see the relevance and the value, the next question really becomes how do you manage all of that information in a way that's going to be safe, secure, it will, you know, meet any kind of regulatory or compliance issues and also is, is useful, uh, is, is, so that that information is stuff that people can then access later on and share with other people and so on and so forth. And so, you know, that's where looking at it as you would any other kind of enterprise information comes into play. And think of it as you would a Word file or a spreadsheet or an email or, or anything like that. And basically start to apply content management, you know, enterprise content management uh, to it. You know, you need to treat it the way you would any other enterprise content. And if you're doing a good job of using your enterprise content, hopefully you're looking at, at enterprise content management already. And so now the question is, how do you extend that and apply that to these new Web 2.0 technologies? But you really do have to. Otherwise, all this great information is just kind of going into the ether. Right, right, right. And then you having a, you know some of the same problems that we might have had you know five ten years ago when you know previous versions of collaboration tools came out. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So um, you know it's interesting. Um, so when you think about sort of managing, you know, after all, this is you know theoretically intellectual property that these uh, these users are creating, and hopefully that's a value and needs to be managed just like any other you know content that's valuable to the organization. Um, so you know at Frost and Sullivan, with you know with customers coming to you and talking to you about you know, looking for advice on best practices around Web 2.0 solutions. And maybe you can give us, you know, some of your recommendations for uh, kind of deploying these in an optimal way that's, that's going to be, the, you know, the most successful. Yeah, I think the most important thing, frankly, is to think about this as a long-term IT initiative, you know, something that you're actually trying to embrace uh, for the entire organization long-term to get them to work a little bit differently and really take advantage of Web 2.0 and the Internet and real-time communications in a way that they haven't been able to in the past. And so, like any other IT initiative, though, you need to think about it strategically and really plan for all of the ramifications, some of which we've talked about. So there are cultural issues in getting people to buy into the technology and understand how to use it uh, and the best way to use it. And then there are the technology issues, and I think that's where things like enterprise content management come into play. I mean, you've really got to look at this from both perspectives. So you've got to say, okay, you know, if we decide to use Web 2.0, well, obviously the first questions are what what tools are we going to use? What of Web 2.0 are we going to take? 
uh, and make our own, and where are we going to get that from? Once you've decided to do that, then you've got to figure out how to get your users on board and excited about using it. At the same time as you do that, and really kind of, and I'll put this in quotation marks, deploy the technology, because in some cases, uh, you, you know, it's not necessarily an official deployment, but once that starts getting used, then you really need to pay attention to that content and where it's going how you're going to manage it, collect it, archive it, allow people to access it later. Are you going to use things um, you know, like identity management and security tools and, and that kind of stuff in order to allow access, for example, in the future? Are you making sure that it is uh, something that can come into compliance with regulations and um, other concerns? So all of that becomes very important. And if you don't do it while you're planning your Web 2.0 use, uh, what's going to happen is it's going to get out of control really fast. And as we all know, it's a lot easier to plan for things and then do them than it is to kind of react afterwards and have to go back, you know, two years' worth of content and try to figure out how to manage all of that. So I think doing it all at once is very, very important. Right, right, right. So once the, uh, I don't know, what's the phrase? Once the horses are out of the pen, it's a little hard to corral them back in. Exactly, exactly. And content sure is like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, uh, you know, actually, this has been extremely helpful and uh, and, and beneficial. And uh, actually, want to uh, you know thank you for taking the time, and certainly want to thank our listeners for taking a few minutes out of your busy days to uh, you know to take a minute and consider how uh, and some of the advice that Melanie has given us around deploying Web 2.0 solutions and really making sure that you're ultimately very successful with them in your organization. Um, you know, clearly there's a there's a there's a, uh, a huge benefit to managing the content that is created in these spaces or in these in these tools, as you would any other environment or any other tool you might be using currently in your organization. And uh, as you consider this, and as you look at your Web 2.0 deployments in your own organization, we would uh, implore you to take a look and learn more information about how EMC can help you by visiting EMC.com. So, Melanie, thank you so much for joining us today. We really much very much appreciate it. Pleasure to be here. Thank you. All right. And uh, everyone else, thanks for listening and have a great day.